Welcome to the Grow Love Live podcast, weekly content and conversations aimed to inspire and equip you to grow in the gospel, love like family, and live on mission in the everyday stuff of life. My name is Matt Carlson, and for the next few minutes, I want to give you something to think about. You know, when I was a bachelor, all the way back, back in my early 20s, uh, living the bachelor life, you know, I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you guys here. I made some uh, questionable decisions. I did some things that I'm not proud of. No, no, I'm not talking about partying and wild living. I'm talking about the way I decorated my apartment. Yeah, guys, things were done. Choices were made that, well, I'm, I'm ashamed of today. <laughs> I'll just tell you this much. For starters, all my furniture was animal print. Yeah. We're talking leopard skin fabric galore. We're talking tiger striped couches. I mean, it was, welcome to the jungle. It was, it was crazy. It was a little out of control. I mean, you get the picture here. But in, my, but in my defense, I got the whole living room collection for ridiculously cheap. I mean, it was a, it was a deal I couldn't pass up on. And the fact that everything actually matched, uh, it set me several steps ahead of most of my friends. So that was good. I mean, it looked like I actually knew what I was doing as an interior designer, or so I thought. You know, at the time, I thought it was pretty rad. And I was, to be honest, kind of proud of it when people came over. <laughs> but... Several years later, yes, I got married. And as you can guess, things began to change. In fact, it, it didn't even take long for Paige, my wife, to say enough is enough with the jungle fever in the living room. I mean, she had had it with my safari-themed sofa set. So, you know, we had started a new life together. A new way of life had begun. There was a, a new standard of living. It was, uh, so it was time to say goodbye to leopards and tigers it was time to officially bid the bachelor life and my bachelor decor farewell. And so out to the curb, it all went. Yeah. But good news from there. Thankfully, thankfully from there, Paige took over all of the interior design responsibilities and she found an amazing couch, pillows, ottomans, like the rugs. She made curtains. I mean, she gave our little apartment, she gave it the works. She turned it into a place that she loved and that was that she was proud to live in. You know, thinking back to that complete makeover, I can't help but to think about what Jesus did to you and to me at salvation. First off, when God saves us, he doesn't just reserve us a place in heaven, you know, wait for us to eventually make our way there. No, when he saves us, he moves in. And this is when and where the good news gets even better. You see, before he moved in, he cleaned us. He cleaned house. He threw the old man out along with his leopard print and made us new, clean, holy, righteous. You know, in other words, God has given your heart the place where he dwells, the place where he lives. He's given your heart the works. He gave you a new heart. He has created you into a place that he is proud to live in and proud to call home. So think about this and follow this logic here. Okay. God doesn't dwell in filth. He doesn't dwell in dirty places. Yet God has chosen to take up residence in you. So what does that say about who you are? I mean, if his standard of living 
the places where he dwells are required to be perfect and holy. Well, what does that say about who you are? So what if the Christian life wasn't, wasn't really the process of us trying to clean ourselves up and redesign our hearts, but instead was just about trusting that he already did that? What if he made you righteous, holy, perfect? What if he made you the perfect place for him to live? And I know it's hard to believe because you don't feel it all the time. But I want to encourage you to take God at his word. Take him at his word. He, thankfully, is our heart's designer. He doesn't design dirty and disgusting things. And he definitely doesn't dwell in dirty and disgusting places. You know, as the psalmist wrote, Oh, how lovely is your dwelling place, O God. How lovely is your dwelling place, O God. If God only dwells in lovely places and God dwells in you, well, what does that say about who you are? What does that say about who you are? That's something to think about. Thanks for listening. And everyone, I hope this encouraged you wherever you find yourself today. We'll see you back here next time on the Grow, Love, Live podcast. Take care.